to Good Luck High Five, episode 541. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are sweating while you're playing, as I constantly am right oh, now, yeah. or you have the sweet, sweet boon of air conditioning, we are here <laughs> for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And at least we have AC now after our winter troubles on this show for so long. That's true. You know? Yeah. Blessed to sweat, if you yeah. will. <laughs> After Hashtag we, blessed to sweat. After the winter we went through here in Minnesota. Yeah, I would I would take sweating over that winter any time. Yeah, being any too time. hot better than too cold. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a make it too warm over make it too cold kind of person. Speaking of making it hot, Lord of the Rings has uh, now fully in its preview season. Yes. And we are so excited because we have a preview card to share with you. Yes. And the rest of today's episode, we're going to take a step back from Lord of the Rings with Oops All Story. Yay, Oops All Story. We are catching up to yes. where we are in the current present moment with Magic Story. I am walking Maria through 11 whole chapters wow. of Magic Story. The final one from Phyrexia All Will Be One and then all 10 chapters of March of the Machine. Oh Maria, my God. are you ready? Is it possible to do that within our show length? I think That's the so. challenge we I have. I have made some very truncated notes that I used. <laughs> I, I like tried to get right, right to the heart of things. Okay. Okay, well, let's go, you know. So we're going to try. We're going to get you all up to date on the story. And then we can start fresh once we're through Lord of the Rings. Because that story, I mean. Yes. I mean, next week I am going to give you the Lord of the Rings story <laughs> in five minutes. There you go. And the then Hobbit. we'll be done. And then we'll be the done. The Hobbit all the way through. In all five three, minutes. All three Lord of the Rings. Okay. Good challenge. Challenge accepted. So wait for next week for that uh, goodness to hit. And we'll talk more about the Lord of the Rings set because we'll have a ton of preview cards, which will so have been revealed preview by cards. then. Um, the set looks sweet, by the way. Very excited Very for it. Excited. Um, but before we give you our preview card and do 10 chapters of Magic Story, and well, 11 chapters 11 of Magic Story. 11 chapters stories. of Magic Story. <laughs> a huge thank you to everybody who makes this show happen each and every week by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. That's right. Thank you so much much to every single one of you who is a patron, past patrons, current patrons, future patrons who are out there. Um, remember, you can become a patron and get an episode for yourself. Dedicated to you. We will make a bad pun on Absolutely. the name that you leave as we've done the last two times. Just yes. a new thing that's happening. Summer is just our- like... What? Oh, our Discord. Join our Discord. <laughs> Summer is just like falling <laughs> off of a cliff. It is. A sweaty cliff. A sweaty cliff. For content creators. So if you've got a few bucks to throw away, if this show is something that you enjoy, please consider becoming a patron or increasing your pledge at patreon.com slash Magic. We would so love to have you um, and get access to our sweet Discord. Save us from the summer cliff. The summer cliff. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know that? You know Cliff? Yeah. Yeah. He's a real summer guy. (laughs) Summer summer cliff. That's what he says the first time he puts on shorts for the year. Yeah. Summer cliff. He wears a baseball hat and sunglasses. Summer Cliff has arrived. Summer Cliff. Thank you to Card Kingdom as well for being one of our incredible sponsors. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF is the link to go to to get whatever you need for your magical life. Pre-order that Lord of the Rings goodness right now. Yes. Are you ex- are you excited for Lord of the Rings? Go to Card Kingdom. Do you want one of Pre-order some of those it. ring style cards? The moment 
The moment. The moment you can. Yeah. The first moment. I, I know you said you liked some of the new art styles oh, that they have on I those cards there. I love like the ring. Yeah. The ring ones. It's those beautiful. Those ones are so gorgeous. You're going to be able to get them over at Card Kingdom also. Yeah. They've got a bunch of singles uh, for sale that you can sort uh, by basically whatever parameters that you're looking for. They've also got a hot buy list where if you've got some cards in your collection you're looking to offload, you can check that list. Uh, that's paying good prices for stuff like Rest in Peace, for instance, right now. I'm like, oh. oh I've got some rest in pieces that yeah. I could offload. And then if I uh, trade them in, I get more in-store credit, which would yeah. be really cool. Turn them into even better magic cards that you want to use right now. Uh, I just I just love Card Kingdom. It's true. Yeah, me too. It's time for a Lord of the Rings preview card. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, Maria, we've got a rare today. Yes, we do. It is a two-mana legendary artifact oh, very cool very cool horn of the mark this seems like almost like it could have been made with a mechanic forge it almost seems like it could have been <laughs> of course it is not because forge is for some reason not, not a, a mechanic, mechanic in the set. set we'll never know why horn of the mark legendary artifact at rare whenever two or more creatures you control attack a player look at the top five cards of your library you may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Wow. Holy cow. Pretty sick. This is cool. Very nice. You're like blowing the horn to get the creatures out of yeah. the deck into the You're battle. Like, hey. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. <laughs> that's that's the what the horn that this horn It doesn't makes. make a normal horn noise. No, it doesn't go boo. Hey. Like, hey. Hey. <laughs> and out come the creatures. And the creatures are like, oh, yeah. Great. Uh, has uh, this quote from the book, he that blows this horn shall set fear in the hearts of his enemies and joy in the hearts of his friends, which Ooh, is, of course, from Eowyn. Yes, I actually looked up the uh, history of this um, horn in Lord of the Rings. Of oh, course, yeah. it's real. Tell us all about it. It's a silver horn made by the dwarves and was among their treasure that the, that the long worm Skatha took from them. So <laughs> Skatha, the worm, was a mighty long worm. <laughs> So there's two different kinds of worms, wow. I guess, in Lord of the Rings. Mighty long and, <laughs> and just, just normal. normal. <laughs> of the Grey Mountains and one of the greatest dragons to infest that range of the north. So this oh, dragon stole, this, stole horn this horn from the dwarves. Rude. It become, you know, past hands for, for a little while. And centuries later, at the end of the War of the Ring, Lady Eowyn gave the horn to Holdwine Merrydock Brandybuck a.k.a. Mary, as a farewell gift for his services to Rohan. Aw, Mary gets it. And then on the return of the Shire, Mary used the horn to sound the horn call of Buckland on 2nd of November, 3019, by the way. <laughs> That's right. We're getting gradually Great. here. Yes. Rousing the Shire folk against the ruffians who had taken control of the Shire. Oh, that's right. You remember there's like a, the uh, the weird epilogue. We'll get to it when we talk about the entire story oh, of Lord great. of the Rings. Will great. I actually get to the weird epilogue where they get back to the Shire and mean people have taken it over? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so in commemoration of those events and the liberation of the Shire, the horn is sounded ceremonially every year at sundown on the 2nd of November in Buckland, com commencing celebrations with bond fires and feasts oh that's cute isn't that so nice it's kind of like it's kind of like how every wednesday we have the tornado sirens <laughs> the first wednesday of every month is like the horn of the yes, mark <laughs> exactly i wish that we all partied harder when yeah. we had a tornado Tornados. Test. yeah i mean i we can all hear it so yeah. it is like the horn of the mark calling us to have a party <laughs> yes and to rise against tornadoes <laughs> 
It is beautiful art, by the way, yes. by Anastasia Balakchina here. And we have a normal version. We also have an extended art version yeah, of this card. Yeah, you can see, obviously, because it is the Horn of the Mark, the Riders of Royan, it has horses engraved all over it. Big time, you know, I'm a big time horse girl, big so time horse girl. I'm all about this horn, horse horn. <laughs> horse horn. This um, seems like a very fun card, too. Yeah. Two or more creatures you control attack a player. Uh, would you play this in limited? Yeah, of course. All right, let's let's run kidding? it. Are you You get to go get more creatures? It's only two mana? Two mana is such a good cost on this card. Yeah, And I feel like if your deck is even remotely interested in attacking... You want to play this because... You want a card draw it engine. It just gets you more... It gets you more creatures. Gets you more creatures, and sometimes that's this where really creature sick, deck actually. struggles is uh, card draw, and this gives you an, an angle to attack the game with that normally you don't have access to. Here's my question. Do we see this... Like, is a humans deck in modern going to want this? Yeah, it might. It might. You know. It's it's are costed there, correctly. Exactly. It's two mana. Uh, there are obviously decks in modern that are about attacking. Even though it is a format where combo is legal, some people, <laughs> you know, that there are combo <laughs> decks that exist in modern that you can play. Some yeah, people choose yeah, to attack yeah, with yeah. creatures instead, yeah. which is uh -huh. their prerogative. Yeah, yeah. It's a free country. It's a choice that they can make. <laughs> And if they're making that, then like maybe this horn has a place in there. Yeah, very interesting thoughts. So if you have any thoughts yourself on Horn of the Mark or how you might want to use it, you can let us know on Twitter at GLH of Magic or post in our patron Discord because I think this card is very cool. Hey! hey. <laughs> Maria? Yes? Are you ready? I don't know. Can I possibly be ready is the real question. No. All right. 11 chapters. Get at me. All right. Starting. We're going to start with the episode five, uh, the final chapter of Phyrexia, All Will Be One. So what happened immediately before this? Where did okay. we leave off? It's been a while. Where, when we were leaving off, um, they had been having, they were on um, Phyrexia. Remember yep. they had gone through all the layers yes. down and they were in the seed core. That's right. Trying to ignite the Silex at the base of Realm Breaker uh, to try and obliterate Realm Breaker and new Phyrexia. And like if they blow up Realm Breaker, their thought is they get ready of all the Phyrexian stuff everywhere. Um, so they thought that they their idea was to get to Realm Breaker before it made contact. Because oh. unfortunately they realized that they're they're too late and that Realm Breaker has already made contact with other planes. Uh -oh. So now if they blow up the Silex, there's a chance that the It'll Silex just, just levels everything. <laughs> everything. Like it well, all gone. What's the P doom of blowing up everything exactly. with the, setting the Silex um, off? Apparently, like, whatever the Silex, like, the Silex's inscription was something along the lines of, like, wipe it all clean. <laughs> That's what it says. The Silex is like, like, what does it do? Mm, wipe it all is this, clean. Is this dishwasher instructions or what I should no, not do Wipe with it, it all clean with, with the multiverse, <laughs> right? And so, like... Wow. Um, Elspeth okay. is fighting a Johnny and Tyvar is fighting Tibble and they're kind of back a little ways, right? They were like, you three, Kato, Kaya, and Jace, yep. who is slowly um, transforming because yep. he got stabbed by Vrasky. Yep. They're like, you go on ahead, find the base of Realm Breaker and ignite the Silex. Wow. We're going to fight these guys back here. Okay. Uh, and they're like, okay. But they get there and Kaya and Kato are like, Jace, you can't. You can't ignite the Silex. Like, it's connected. It, you might blow up literally everything in existence. You might destroy every single plane that Realm Breaker is touching. And that's what Jace says. Jace is like... Of course he does. Jace is like, do you know what? If the Phyrexians are there, those planes are already lost. Oh, wow. And, and 
Kato's like, Hardcore. I did not bring you here to like blow up Kamigawa. I brought you here to save Kamigawa. And Jace is like, Jace is just over, bad done with man. it, I guess, huh? Exactly. I mean, he's becoming Jenga taxiist as we speak. Yeah, and his girlfriend just stabbed him. Exactly. He's having a rough day. And he, so he's very much just like, everyone's dead. Frasca's dead. Our allies are dead. We've been found out. Realm Breaker's touching everything. It's a I'm going to blow up great the Great Jace impression. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so so uh, they're like, I'll just basically they just have an extended fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- vocal fight. Um, back where Tyvar is fighting Tybalt and Elspeth is fighting a Johnny. Tybalt has his magic, which just makes everybody feel despairing and bad. <laughs> Wait, that's Tybalt's that's magic. That's his deal? That's part of he his deal. He just makes you feel bad? He makes you feel like everything is hopeless. <laughs> Uh, and right, so how Elspeth, did I not know that was Tyvar's deal? Not Tyvar, Tybalt. Oh, Tybalt. Okay, yes. that Tyvar's makes more deal sense. is that he can turn himself and other things into whatever substances he's touching. Right, if he's like touching metal, he can turn Ooh. his skin metal and like extend that onto other things. Or Flubber. if he's touching rock, he can turn into rock. Okay, it's pretty. It's actually pretty. That's sick. cooler than just making a general malaise. Yes. Um, so Tybalt is like, Elspeth is like starting to despair and she's losing her fight against a Johnny and Tyvar is like, everything is hopeless. But then he looks at Tybalt and he's like, that's right. I hate you big time because you tried to destroy call time. Uh, you remember did. back he when he did. did. And so Tybalt's like little fork to devil tail now has like two little, you know, s- injector spheres for oil on it. Um, <laughs> and, and Tyvar literally takes Tybalt's own tail and stab him with it. <laughs> right? So first wow. she just like disarms him and Elspeth starts to feel better and then all- Elspeth disarms the Johnny um, and knocks him out and runs off to like meet the other planeswalkers. And then she looks back and she's like, you got this? And Tyvar's like, I got this. And then he takes Tybalt's tail and he stabs Tybalt. Killed with your own yes, tail. Through the heart with his little spiky tail and then wow. shoves him off a bridge. Well, bye, Tybalt. <laughs> Great end. Really good time. Um, no one's sad to see you go, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Next up, um, Jace is like, I'm about to set off the Silex. He... Gets around Kato and Kaya trying to stop him with all of his illusion <laughs> trickery, right? Making them think he's other places or that they have the real Silex, but he has it. And then he sits down, he has the Silex, and he like Over here, he child. like slices open his own forehead and like bleeds into the Silex bowl. Jeez. It's like pretty metal, okay. actually. It's kind of sick. <laughs> he like bleeds into the bowl and he's like, I'm this really sorry. On switch. Yes. It's a really and then he has he basically just like thinks all of his bad thoughts and puts them in the bowl. And then he's like, he says the words a along the lines of like wipe it all clean Um, and the silex starts to like glow you know from inside it's about to it's about to blow up everybody and then elspeth runs in as this is happening she just full-on stabs jace wow like runs him through (laughs) with her blade grabs the silex and planes walks into the blind eternities with it so it doesn't blow up anything Oh, does it blow up there? Uh, we don't. We never know, right? Oh. She basically is like, "I'm not going to let you destroy the multiverse." She grabs the bowl and planes walks into the. So she with basically it. just saved the entire. She world. saved the entire multiverse from Jace blowing it up. Wow, um, Elspeth MVP. Really, really true. Um, and then you know all of like 
Jace and Jace is now fully Phyrexianized at the end. He's like, I'm Phyrexian now. Elish Norn comes in and she's like, here are all my Phyrexian planeswalker friends. Luca's there and everyone's disgusted by Luca. <laughs> like truly everyone's just like, whoa, that guy looks rough. For some reason, he looks the most rough of any of them. Uh, Jace is there. Obviously, Nissa is there. Yeah. A Johnny there. Uh, and all of the pods take off for all of the right realm breaker rips open the world and all these pods oh. take off and go for their invasion. Like, uh, like shuttle pods from Star Trek. Yeah. Basically like shuttle pods <laughs> from Star Trek. You're not wrong. You're just getting a little pod. And, okay. They're going through, they're just going through holes in the multiverse wow. into other planes. What do these pods look like? Do they have air conditioning? Is there a steering oh my, Do you system? know what? There's not a lot of detail on that. Crew quarters. Yeah. A mess. It kind of seems like, um, it's mostly cause they're, there's branches of the invasion tree, you know? Yeah. And it seems like they're mostly, they're kind of like seed pods on the branches of oh, the tree. Oh, I see. So they're that kind of pod. And then when the holes open, the portals open into new planes, the arms of the invasion tree just bust through them. And wow. then like, onto the ground, you know? The roots and then all of the pods like burst off and Phyrexians pour out by so the billion billions. They coming. Oh, they coming. <laughs> Wow. That's the end of Phyrexia All Will Be One. Oh, yay. There we go. Phyrexia All Will Be One. We are barely getting started. Okay. That was our first chapter of the last last chapter. Wait. Of the last story. The last chapter of the last story. Now on to the first chapter of the new story, March of the Machine. Picks up exactly where we just left off. Oh, great. Elish Norn is there. Oh, by the way, like, apparently when you're just standing in Phyrexia, there's kind of like, she has like some kind of unearthly choir of Phyrexians that are all like <laughs> singing a weird like, ah. Well, I would too, quite you honestly. <laughs> Get out here, choir. I'm about to do my hair. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so anyways, the episode one is a lot about how Elish Norn definitely thinks she's really great. Yeah. And it's like, it's a little culty. It's wow. like very culty and a little religiony. Elish Norton is like, it. I'm great. Everyone join me. I'm sick. I wonder how the other Praetors feel about that. Speaking of, so Atraxa and Ajani haul Shieldred in, stripped of all of her extra stuff, right? Stripped of all of her Phyrexianization. Oh, she doesn't have her husk anymore? <laughs> no, because uh, Elish Norton's like, kill her. What did you she know? do? What did she do wrong? Well, she was like, Shieldred's like, Norn, you only care about yourself yeah. and not actually about Phyrexia and all being one. And Norn is like, no, you. <laughs> That's it. And then she's like, for this, you know, you're for being classic famous person beef situation. Yes, no, you. <laughs> Basically, Shieldred was like mad about how Elish Norn is going about running things. And Elish Norn's like, well, I'm in charge. Kill her. And Ajani clean slice her head off. What? The end of Holy Shieldred. Holy cow. Yes. She's like, Ajani, take care of that. And Ajani is just like, shink. Oh. Shieldred dead. I didn't know Shieldred died. Yeah. I'm shocked and stunned right now. It's in a card art. I don't remember which one. Whoa. My gosh. Okay. But anyways, uh, so <laughs> there was just this, I just wanted to um, read this one line that Elish Norn says to, she traps Kato and Kaya and... Maybe it's just Kato and Kaya and someone else. I forget who else it was. Oh, Tyvar. Tyvar's still there, obviously. Okay, okay. Tyvar ran in. She traps the three of them. 
she lets them get away in the same way that like a Bond villain lets people get yeah, away. Yeah. You know, she's just like, yeah, someone has to go tell people about how spooky we are. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I don't know. You could have just converted them, but that <laughs> doesn't work with the story. So she lets them get away Bond villain style. Yeah. Quote, with the barrier of their skin removed and their minds joined to ours, the others will soon come to know the ecstasy of Phyrexia as you do. I'm sure that will work out for you. Yes. Also, it's just like the, with the barrier of their skin removed. What a line. Oh, gross. So anyways, they're all there on their little like platform with a bunch of planeswalkers that she has completed. Okay. And Nissa is there and Nissa's job is to like steer Realm Breaker essentially and like point it towards the different planes because it is a plant, you know, it's a big plant. And so Norn has everyone around her be like, okay, what plane are you going to go take care of? And Nahiri is like, we're going to go to Zendikar. And she's like, Nissa, show us Zendikar and the portals open. And we see Zendikar below them. Uh, and Nahiri's like, yeah, do you know what? I've always caused trouble on Zendikar. I'm going to go cause some more by Phyrexianizing it. Uh, <laughs> Tamiyo is there, obviously. Yep. Very sad still. Tamiyo is off to convert Kamigawa. Even though maybe she's like feeling something weird about it, she seems oh, to like space out for a hot second. So mm. there's still some part of Tamiyo deep, deep in there maybe is kind of what it tells us. Ajani is all about Theros. Norn's like, you're going to make the gods Phyrexians. And Ajani's like, the way religion works on Theros is that like people's belief creates the gods. Yeah. So if you make the people believe in the Argent etchings, which is like some of the Phyrexian scripture stuff, then the gods will just become Phyrexianized because that's what the people believe in. I believe that Heliod has no pants. Yeah. You would, you, if you, Maria, if you got enough people to believe that Heliod doesn't wear pants, Heliod would would not wear pants. (laughs) Just Donald ducking it around. Exactly. That's the sky day and night. (laughs) So anyways, he's going to convert the job, but also he has some secret job down on Theros. I don't really know what it is. Johnny does. Yeah. Norm doesn't tell him. Um, Atraxa leaves for New Capenna because Atraxa used to be an angel. If you didn't know that about Atraxa, Atraxa is a converted angel. And Norn is like, do you know what? I'm especially mad at New Capenna. You're not even going to convert people there. You're just going to murder them all straight up. Murder everyone on New Capenna. Oh, because New Capenna found a way exactly to to defeat defeat Phyrexians who used to be there. So she's big mad about that. She's like, go. Level the place. Also, there's Halo in the air, and the fact that you're that you're like a corrupted angel means that you'll be able to withstand it longer than other Phyrexians. Interesting. So you know, that's so, where they yeah, go. So that's ha- where Atraxa Halo, goes. Halo is a thing that uh, could come to our aid. Um. Oh, I just <laughs> I have another quote for you. Oh, great. You'll know why at the end. <laughs> uh, this is Atraxa talking about looking at Nukapenna. Okay. Quote, everywhere the eye falls, there is something to appall it. Golden shells mounted to vertical shuttles, a sickening worship of fur evident in their coats and dress, the foul noise they called music played by the unworthy tubes of flesh. <laughs> That's all. The unworthy tubes of yes. flesh. So tubes of flesh is the way she's referring to like human People. human yes, beings. Yes, human bodies. I mean, we are a tube of flesh. Yeah, it's true. We're just one she's long. She's not wrong. Curvy tube. Okay. You can stop anytime <laughs> you want. So that's the kind of, that's like the summary of episode one of March of the Machine is each of these evangels of Norn going off to a different plane. Wow. To convert that plane. Okay. To complete that plane. The, the, the 
plot is underway. Yes. Moving to episode two, where we go to Dominaria, uh, the home of Liliana's new house. <laughs> there you go. Liliana's she, building a new she place. She made a, it's a be sick. N- new house there? Exactly. Oh, Everybody who didn't go to Phyrexia is waiting there, including Chandra, Ren, Vivian, Liliana. I think maybe there was someone else there, but I don't remember. They're hanging out, having a pool party. Yeah, exactly. And just being nervous all the time. So anyways. A nervous pool party. Exactly. <laughs> Ren apparently, so Ren has, is both a dryad who can connect to trees, but also has like red, you know, red style magic. That's yeah. fire based. So Chandra is mentoring Ren. If you're like, who should be a mentor? Why does Chandra come to mind? But anyway, she's what's there. So she's mentoring Ren and trying to help her like shape flames and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, Cute apparently montage. when Tyvar planes walks and arrives somewhere, it sounds like a war horn. Like, hey, hey. As we, as we now established, a war horn <laughs> sounds like. But anyways, so like Kaya, Tyvar... And Kato planes walk back to the safe house, and they Chandra knows that it happened because she's like, "Oh, there's a sound like a war horn, which is Tyvar planes hey. walking somewhere," <laughs> which I thought was a delightful it's detail. Like, like when you you know they've got a little planeswalker doorbell chime. Exactly, that's cute. So basically, all of them just have a fight about what to do. Everyone except Chandra is like, we need to go to our planes that are our home and help people there get ready to fight. And Chandra is like, we need to go back to Phyrexia and and just burn the heck out of it. that thing down. Burn that place down. And everyone's like, Chandra, that's impossible. We just tried. We were just there and it was a bad time. Yeah. And Chandra's like, I don't care what you say. I'm going. And they're like, this is a Phyrexian. And Chandra's like, shut up. Wow. I'm mad. And so Chandra storms out and is like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Phyrexia. And everyone else is like, we're going to go to our home planes. Except Ren. Ren comes out and is like, all right, I'm coming with you. Oh, that's what you're saying cute. makes sense. Also, Ren is my new favorite character. They're ve- she's very cute. Oh, Ren. Ren is very cute. Um, so Ren and Seven are like, let's get out of here. And Ren is like, hey, we need to find Teferi also. And Chandra's like, where is Teferi? And Ren is like, it's weird and I can't explain it. Oh. That's where Teferi is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where, what he last did. Like, I remember him ap- appearing in people's dreams and messing with their minds, but... We haven't seen him since he went back in time and found the Silex okay. situation. So, all right, back in time somewhere, yeah. doing something weird. And at the end, there's like a weird, spooky kind of ending. Uh, there's like, it's like someone is someone is watching them. Someone that you can't see is watching them. And oh. there are other people also watching. I don't know. In the ether, that's happening. They can just feel it. Exactly. Spooky. All right, that's episode two. Episode two. <sighs> <laughs> Take a Take drink a of water. Here we are. We've only got eight more to go. Eight more to go, baby. Three <laughs> down, eight to go. Oh, boy. Okay, here we come to episode three. Sad stuff's going to happen. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. We're on Kamigawa. Tamiyo's there to convert Kamigawa. Yep. It's a. It's sad. She has, you know, she always had her ironbound scrolls. Yes. Uh, that were the ones that are too scary to open. She opened one. Oh, no. She opened one. So Tamiyo's magic works that, like, she has these stories that she's written down, and reading these stories is kind of like the spell and her magic that she works. Right, right, right. So one of these scrolls is the story of 
Phyrexia coming into being yeah. is like, is the story of corrupting oil first taking hold in the multiverse. And she was like, part of her is thinking, when I first read this, I was so scared of it. I bound it in iron and I never read it again. Oh. And now she pulls it out and she's like, why was this ever scary? This is the way it's meant to be. All will be one. Yeah. You get it. And so she starts reading it and it's very sad. Boseju just like cracks apart and oil like spills oh, out of it. Oh no, Boseju. And you know, the big invasion arm trees tree arms are like crashing down and launching all their pods and just destroying buildings left and right I know I was very sad about Boseju Kaya and Kato show up and uh, they save a kid and a dog from a collapsing building and it's cute It's really cute. The okay. kid puts the dog, you know, tucks the dog inside of his shirt That's as they cute. like fall. And then Kato saves them as they're falling. And then the dog and the kid run off and it's, it was, that's all. It and was just cute. later they become Phyrexians. I mean, <laughs> the way things are going, like, maybe, uh, maybe. maybe. So they're like, Kaya and Kato look up and they're like, oh, there's Tamio. We got to stop her because it's a bad time up there. Jeez. Yes, exactly. And so they're like, okay. Kato's like, I'm going to do this, right? Like, this is my plane. That Like, I knew Tamio. This is my fault to some extent. He feels like it's his fault because Tamio um, was Jingataxius and Tezzeret stole her away, remember? Yeah, right. At the very end, so he's like, I allowed this to happen. I let her get captured. No. I'm responsible for her becoming a Phyrexian. He feels bad. So he, like, runs up to Baseju, and there's a little there's a little Nozumi in armor. It's just a kid. It's Nashi. It's Tamio's adopted son. Oh, it's very sad. Oh, Nashi is like, God. And, and Kato's like, Nashi, you uh. need to get out of here because things are about to get dark. And Nashi is like, that's my mom. Wow. Let me go talk to my mom. Okay. She just doesn't understand what's happening. Uh, It'll be fine. And Kato's like, awkward. Kato's like, this is a bad <laughs> idea, but okay. What? Okay. Well. So they like, you know, they run up a seiju. Or, like, Kato makes, you know, some little drone situation. And they go up to on a branch and come level with Tamio. And Nashi is like, Mom! And Tamio, like, has some flicker of emotion and then is like, Nashi! And then she's like, Okay, you can be part of my family, but if you're completed now. Yeah. Um, and Nashi is like, That's not my mom. It's sad Jeez and dark. Louise. Exactly. And so Kato's like, Nashi, get out of here. I'm about to kill your mom. <laughs> Unless he you want this say that. memory to sit and live with exactly. you the rest of your life. So now she like backs away and Kato tries to fight Tamio, uh, but it's it's not going super well. Kato, you know, is just like in he, he Tamio like flips him upside down, is dangling him by his ankles, and he like cuts himself loose and he's just falling through the air. But then the wandering emperor shows up oh, on Kyodai. On Kyodai, her big flying dragon friend. Wow. And they catch him. Um, and then the emperor is like, kills Tamio. It's sad. Um, and at the end, you know, she's like, oh, Tamio, there was some part of Tamio still in there and she totally wanted me to. Oh right. My she was gosh. like, when she like threw, you know, when she like threw this, these dagger, I don't remember something that was trying to cut the emperor. She's like, yeah, her, her. She was throwing it wide. Like, she wasn't actually trying to hit me, and I think it's because she was asking me to, like, release her from her suffering of a Phyrexian. Wow. She wanted me to kill her. So the Wandering Emperor kills Tamio. Um, and then a scroll ghost of Tamio comes back and hugs Nashi. 
and it's sad. A scroll ghost? Yeah. So it's like a bunch of like written symbols coalesce into like the illuminated <laughs> form of Tamio. Wow. And Tamio's like, this is a like a scroll magic that I made for if I ever died. And the, that's what the scroll ghost is like. I'm for if Tamio ever died, I'm like a final spell. Um, and she like goes and comforts Nashi. Oh, that's great. I really like that. It was really, that part was very, very cool. Yeah. I don't know that we saw an art with scroll ghost. No, I wish that we had ve- because it would have awesome. been really cool. Yeah. Um, Tamio's scroll ghost. R.I.P. Scroll ghost. It's a scroll blue ghost. card. <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's an illusion, of course. Yeah, it is an illusion. Absolutely. Um, so when it gets targeted with a spell or an ability, you have to sacrifice it, you yeah. know? I don't but know I what else like it does. I feel like you can pay something to draw a card. Like yeah, it's like draw a, a card, draw a card situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Scroll ghost. Scroll ghost. That was episode three. Episode four. I'm just going to keep powering Let's through the go. next couple. Because when uh, this next episode is just like other planes that are experiencing these invasions, right? Uh, Tyvar arrives on call time. Yep. Uh, his brother Harold is there, and then there's like these giant cracks. I forgot about Harold, there, right? <laughs> so there, like these giant cracks appear in Kaldheim, and all of like the different worlds kind of fall together through their cosmos. And everyone and Harold is like, "Oh yeah, you know, elves, dwarves, trolls, everybody." Today we're friends and we're going to fight these invaders together. And if we survive, tomorrow we're enemies again. Remember that. Okay. I kid you not. <laughs> wow. Harold. All right, Harold. Old habits die hard. Yeah, I guess so. Harold's like, if we live right back to enemies, I everybody don't care remember if you had the that. Best time fighting with this other person. You exactly. hate him again tomorrow. Um, also, I just, I forget who said this, but I wrote down this quote. Which is from a Phyrexian, which is, Why extol the virtues of so few when it is by many hands that great work is done? Which, do you know what? I think they have a point. (laughs) What is that except the argument against billionaires? Phyrexians notoriously anti-billionaire. I think that the Phyrexians are pretty anti-billionaire. I mean, like, you know, the Borg's like kind of like a communist paradise. Exactly. <laughs> Phyrexia is a little bit communist, and there's some parts of it that you're yeah. like, do you know what? You're right. It is by many hands that wealth is built, and yet wealth is consolidated in the hands of a few. So, hey, maybe think about it anyways. <laughs> um, we're on call time. Coma is completed. And the last thing that we see is Tyvar, I think, jumping into Coma's mouth to maybe, you know, do the stab classic from the stab inside. from the inside. So okay, that was well. just like, our, that's our little snapshot of call time. Okay. Right? Uh, Harold's like, today we're fighting together and tomorrow we're enemies. Everyone is really distressed because Coma is a giant cosmos serpent that and is now Phyrexianized. And you can never kill it once it's on the battlefield. <laughs> and you can never kill it. And then Tyvar is like, well, I'm going to jump inside that serpent's mouth and stab it. Okay. But then we have a little snapshot of um, Kaladesh. Yeah. Um, Pia Nalar and Sahili are working together. They have seen a lot of, this is in the weeks before the invasion begins. Pia Nalar is like seeing, starts seeing the creepy Phyrexian symbol and everything. Like she spills some tea and it forms the Phyrexian symbol. It like sigils and stuff on banners kind of like start reforming themselves. And they go to the consul and they're like, this is a problem. And the consul is like, we finally have peace here. Quit making trouble. Yeah. But then of course the invasion forces arrive and they're like, they're going to try to get to the Aetherflux Reservoir because that's where all this ether power is. So they have like a, Pia and Sahili have a car chase, essentially. <laughs> Fast and Furious Kaladesh. Great. I would watch it. To the Aetherflux Reservoir. And then 
like Pia gets pulled into a moving helicopter from a moving car, and then the wow. pilot of the helicopter is sta- like full on speared through the chest to the windshield <laughs> of the helicopter, and it starts going it down. Is fast and furious. And the last snapshot of that is Pia Nalar like grabbing the controls of the helicopter and being like, "I'm gonna see my daughter when she comes over for tea next month." Wow, Pia. Exactly. So Pia has got some magic stuff. You know, she's got some magic in her veins. Exactly. She's she's got some magic. Um, but mostly she's a badass Fast and Furious helicopter so driver very in cool. this moment. Yes. Um, and then we see Atraxa land on New Capenna and just large-scale murder everyone. She's just big-time murdering. Wow. She and the Phyrexians are just, like, obliterating everybody because they don't care about converting these people on New Capenna. They're so mad. They're just going to straight-up murder them. Angel Stacks statues are making her furious, and she also obliterates a lot of statues. Wow, Atraxa on exactly. a rampage. She is absolutely on a rampage, Bashing things left and right. She also starts having some weird thoughts. She like the maestro's minds meld with hers really easily. And so she hears them a lot and she starts being infected with this idea of like, what is beautiful? Like what is beauty? What is beautiful? Mm. Which is a weird thing and doesn't really amount to anything in this part of the story, but it was just a strange detail. They're like, this is beautiful. And she's like, what is beautiful? Anyways. Hmm. Okay, so I'm sad for all those cute little raccoons that are getting distro- slaughtered on Nuka Pena. Sad times. <laughs> Ridgemont High. <laughs> sad times at Nuka Pena High. <laughs> all right, that's episode four. Okay. We're, we're really flying through this stuff, yeah? We're making good all time right. here. Episode five, we have six more to go still, so. <laughs> Chandra and Ren and Seven land on Phyrexia and... Phyrexia, and obviously the Mirans that are left are having a really hard time. Malir is there, Koth is there, and maybe like 10 other Mirans are left. Jeez, um, all right. But Urabrask is helping them because Urabrask is mad at Norn. Okay. Urabrask is like, we don't want to all, I don't want all Phyrexians to be the same kind of Phyrexian as Norn. Obviously, like the porcelain, he's like, the fire, he's all about the fires, you know. Yeah, um, he's The fires of creation. Exactly. So Urabrask is like, here's a secret passageway that will get you closer to the seed core. It's it's weird, but it's chill. You know. So they're they're rising up. Exactly. Praetors rise up. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting is that the fact that Elish Norn ever made other praetors. Like, I think all the praetors were, I don't think Elish Norn made them. They were all different praetors that were made. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So how did Elish Norn come into being? I don't know, actually. Interesting. We'll have to do a history deep okay. dive on this. I didn't look into that. I looked into another part of the story's past that's going to come up in a excellent. little bit. So, anyways, they're there. Urabraska's mad. Teferi is still question mark, but Ren is like, he'll be here. Okay. We still don't know where he is, but Ren is like, or when we'll he find is. him. Exactly. Um, anyways, there's an, an enormous chasm, and Koth like puts them on pieces of rock and shoots Chandra and Ren across the chasm. <laughs> That's just like Tears of the Kingdom stuff. It right really there. is. It's very. <laughs> having recently been playing Ultra a lot hand. of Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> It is very much like hopping up on a rock and time reversing it so you can shoot up into the sky. Great. Very similar. They like rocket across this chasm towards Realm Breaker. And Koth is like, none of our other plans have worked. And Ren is like, well, we have a plan you've never, I love Ren so much. Ren is like, we have a plan you've never heard of because you don't have, like there aren't any other dryads that can bond with trees. And, or the, like the way I can. Um, or like, there aren't any other planeswalking dryads that bond with trees. And Koth is like, 
I guess that's true. So Ren is going to try to bond with what Realmbreaker is their plan. Oh. So that's where they're going. That's why they shoot them across the chasm. And the Mirans are like, we're going to go make a distraction somewhere else while this happens. But, of course, Norn knows that they're there. And Norn sends Chandra's weakest spot, Nyssa. Yeah. And Nyssa is there. And Nyssa murders Seven. Not Ren, obviously. Yeah. But the tree that Ren is currently bonded with, Seven. Nyssa murders and it's sad jeez i know nissa. nissa chops up this tree and then like magically like pulls ren and the tree apart it's rough All right, nissa. and chandra a lot of this Go episode off. is chandra having a lot of angst about seeing nissa again <laughs> it's mostly a lot of gay angst about seeing nissa <laughs> again if you will yes exactly <laughs> uh like nissa's completed it's a terrible reunion <laughs> Hence the card. Um, I get it. Exactly. Nissa's like, life is real easy. If you just join us, we'll be together and everyone will be happy forever. Uh And Chandra is like, I'm thinking about it. Wow, Um, you're in deep, Chandra. Exactly. Chandra's like, I'm thinking about it. And Nissa's like, come on. And Chandra's like, sorry, no. Um, And so Ren is like, Nissa like, Gets Realm Breaker to like trap Ren. Um, Ren's not bond. Ren needs like help bonding with the tree. So right now, Ren's she's just trapped by the tree, and Chandra just like incinerates the platform that she and Nissa are falling on. So they just fall into a void. Oh, jeez. End of episode. Wow. Yeah. Credits roll. Exactly. All right, that was episode five. That was episode five. Okay, here we are. Episode six. Okay. Um, we're just taking a little, like, what's up with Elspeth? <laughs> the last time we saw Elspeth, she had grabbed the Silex and, and planes walked into a void to, to a, the blind eternity. Exactly. To prevent someone, like, to prevent the multiverse from blowing up. Well, yeah. Noble goal, honestly. Exactly. Sacrificing herself. Um, and she is, in her past, she's seeing herself in the Phyrexian dungeon that she remembers from when she was a kid. Yep. Where her mom was straight up murdered in front of her. It's grim. Uh, anyways, so she sees that, and then, like, they, there's a voice that's like, you have to make a choice. And at first it's her mom's voice, and then it's, like, a voice that she doesn't recognize. And then they see other, like, they go through other realms. They see um, New Capenna, and they see Atraxa um, fighting on New Capenna. And the voice is like, you, you can pick the place where you return to this battle in the multiverse, but you need to pick correctly because otherwise the fight is over. Whose voice is this? We'll find out. The fairy. Um, That's my guess. (laughs) uh, And so she sees New Capenna and she's like, this place has been my home. It was most recently my home. But then she sees the angels and she's like, no, this place has, has a set of defenders. This isn't where I rejoin the fight. It's not New Capenna. Okay. They go to Theros. They see a Johnny in the Temple of Heliod with a bunch of Heliod's disciples. Uh, they're Phyrexianized. Heliod has no pants on for Heliod some reason. No we don't know why. All of, his, all of his disciples are like, we believe Heliod has no pants. <laughs> Nelson's like, no, I'm going to skip but this she's one. She's <laughs> like, no, that's okay. It's very sad. She hears here on this plane, she hears like the ghost of Daxos. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember she was in love with. They were in love. Um, and she like sees, you know, all of these people being Phyrexianized in Heliod's temple and Ajani there. And she's really sad because Ajani was a mentor to her for a long time. And she's like, is this where I'm supposed to be? <coughs> Am I supposed to take down Ajani? Oh, geez. And she's like, no, like taking down one Phyrexian won't be, that's not enough. 
right? Like yeah. that makes no be difference. A, not at this exactly. Point. If I if I kill a Johnny or anything. And so she's like, No, it's it's not here. And Daxos is like, Yeah, I know. You gotta go somewhere else. It's sad they hug. Um and then they go to uh Phyrexia. And uh speaking of Urobrask, Elish Norn found out he's a traitor and she's literally having people pull him limb from limb. <laughs> Oh so, my god. That's rough. All right. I, exactly. would, I would like to see that actually. Pulling him limb from limb. Okay. Uh, that's anyways. a normal response. Drawn and quartered. Urbrask traitor. Wow. And uh, there's like, you know, Elish Norna sitting on her throne and there's like these choirs on Stop either her weird choirs on either side of her. And Elspeth goes for a sword and she's like, Norn has to die. And the voice is like that's not why you're here. Like, is that real? Like, would killing just Norn at this point? Like, look at the invasion tree. And Elspeth looks and she's like, um, oh, and she sees, right, they've captured Nissa, Zerigan, and they've captured Chandra and Ren and Koth and the remaining Mirans. Yep. And she looks and she's like, what do I need to do here? And she's like, oh, I need to distract them long enough for Ren to get to Realmbreaker. Uh, that is what I need to do here. Uh, so here on Phyrexia, which I never wanted to freaking see again, <laughs> is where I will come back into being. Um, and the voice is like, yes, this, like, this, this is where, is you're, where meant you're, you're meant to be, where you're meant to turn the tide of the fight. Uh, and the voice disappears and Elspeth like materializes on Phyrexia as one big old angel. Oh, so and that's the voice, how she become angel. Yes, and the voice was Sarah. Oh, it was Sarah. Which I was reading. So, right, no one's 100% sure where Elspeth came from. She did live on, like, Capenna before it was New Capenna. Yep. But Sarah's realm, which was a realm that the angel Sarah created, it was, you know, like, a manufacture, an artificial plane, um, was also taken over by Phyrexians at one point. And so there were a bunch of um, people who, on the weatherlight, like, fled Sarah's realm. Okay. Right, and so she there's a ch- like there's a chance Elspeth was probably originally from Sarah's realm was a human from Sarah's realm. Oh, who then when Sarah's realm was like you know obliterated by the Phyrex- Phyrexians back in the day, then found shelter on New Capenna no, afterwards. That makes sense. And New Capenna so is where so she sparked exactly in a dungeon. Wow, when you make a realm, do you have to make all the people that live in that realm too, or do they I just? I don't know. They don't really talk about it. They do talk about there. how you have to be there to maintain it all the time. Like an artificial uh, realm needs like someone there maintaining it. It's it like a terrarium. <laughs> exactly. That's how I think about the Earth. Yeah. So she materials right is like Jingataxius is about to like kill Koth, I think, or something. Yeah. Um, and Elspeth materializes and like you know blocks Ching. him. Yeah. Pretty with sick. Their, with their wings. End of chapter. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I didn't know how oh. Elspeth got her wings, you know? Um, and it turns out it's not the same way as a bell ringing. No, it's not. That we learned about. Somewhere a bell rang. Yeah. But <laughs> she didn't. It's a wonderful life, someone. <laughs> oh, Elspeth's got her wings. <laughs> Mary, do you see this? Magic the Gathering character is now an angel. Mary! <laughs> There you go, everybody. <laughs> That's my best impression. <laughs> Ooh, it was uh, really something. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
so sweaty. We have been going. I have been going too slowly too slow. through this. Too slow. All right, we got to we got to crank up the pace here for these last four. Exactly. Okay. Karn is also there on Phyrexia. Elish Norn has just been full on torturing him the whole time. Fun. And he's like, "Why do I feel pain?" And back in the day, Urza was like, "Well, because if you can scream, people won't hurt you." <laughs> Urza was a messed up dude. So let's remember that. Uh, things are looking real bad, but Yikes. obviously that's when Elspeth comes in and Elspeth is like fighting, uh, fights the Praetors a whole bunch. And she's like, all right, Sh- she heals Chandra enough so that Chandra can run. She's like, Chandra, Koth, Mirins, you all pick up Ren and run for Realmbreaker and I'm going to stay here and fight Elish Norn. Nice. And Elish Norn and Elspeth have like a big sick fight, right? Where uh, Elish Norn is uh, like grabbing Elspeth out of the sky and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we saw some of it in a, one of the trailers that got yeah, released. Yeah, exactly. She like grabs her out of the sky. Um, uh, Elspeth has like her facsimile now of Godsend. Right. Um, the spear that she had. So she like stabs Elish Norn through the shoulder with her spear and stuff. And Elish Norn makes like a giant wall so that Elspeth can't go and help the Mirans who are trying to get Rel- Ren to Realmbreaker. The boys' choir is cowering in a exactly. corner. They're all afraid. <laughs> and um, like literally, Elish Norn is just like grabbing chunks of things and throwing them at Elspeth, and it doesn't even bother Elspeth really. And Norn, like, makes a bunch of spears to throw at her. And so Elspeth flies straight for the wall and then, like, zooms up at the last moment so all the spears punch through the wall and she can go and follow the Mirans. Oh, nice. Exactly. Good so that's move. happening now. Happening now. Yes. And for a minute, uh, Norn is like, how is becoming a Phyrexian any different from becoming an angel anyways? And then Jinkataxius is like, stop messing with that angel. Let's attend to the real problems. And Elish Norn pulls his arms off. Because uh, <laughs> there's no like, descent in Phyrexia. That is, that is her, how she fixes every problem. So pull pull, his, arms pull off. his arms off. And Elspeth is like, well, because when people disagree with me, I don't pull their arms off. That's how we're different. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that is like the moment that she has. We're not so different. You We're not and so I. different, except that you <laughs> pull people's <laughs> arms off. <laughs> Anyways, they're running for the tree. Elspeth and uh, Elspeth flies away from Elish Norn, who's big mad about it. That's the end of that chapter. Let's we gotta keep rolling. So wait, okay. So Urbrask's been disemboweled. <laughs> yes, been pulled apart. Pulled apart at and one point. Jinkataxius. Um, no, uh, let's see. Urubrask is like completely gone for, right? He's been drawn and quartered. Yeah. Shildred's been beheaded. Yep. At one point, Vorinclex is still there. At one point when Elspeth is pulling things off to like throw at Elspeth, she pulls off part of Ur- or part of uh, Vorinclex's like horns to like throw in Ur- Vorinclex's like These Urubrask. These just come apart exactly. so easily. Um, but Jingataxius and Vorinclex are still on Elish Norn's side. But when... Jingataxius for a moment disagrees with what Elish Norn wants to do. She pulls his arms off. He's still alive. <laughs> he just have just, no arms. I just suppose. a giant Phyrexian torso with legs, sloopy spidery legs. Okay, basically got yeah. it. So okay, that's that. Moving on, episode eight. Um. Ren and Chandra are trying to get to the base of Realmbreaker. Nyssa is chasing them, and Chandra doesn't want to hit her with a fireball. And Ren's like, I get it. You don't want to hit your friend with a fireball. And Chandra's like, you don't get it. I'm having so much gangst. (laughs) I love gangst. Everybody go out there. Happy Pride Month, by the way. And use the word gangst as much as you want. Exactly. It's a great word. Okay. 
So they're like, uh, the Malirans are also coming. Koth is there. Uh, I mean, Malira is there. The Mirans are coming. And Nissa like, grabs Chandra. So Chandra, like, throws Ren to the next person, to Koth. And then Koth has Ren. And then Ren, and then Koth, like, throws Ren to the next person. Beautiful. So it's like a fire bucket brigade, right? They're, like, fire <laughs> bucket Ren. brigading Ren towards Realm That's Breaker. Cute. Exactly. And uh, Elspeth finally arrives and is, like, turning the tide of the fight a little bit. As they try to get to the base of Realmbreaker. Okay. They get there, but Chandra is still back fighting Nyssa. And Ren is like, I need help. I can't just, like, I can connect with Realmbreaker, but I need help, like, channeling this fire. Chandra was my mentor. I can't do this by myself. And Malira is like, I can give you some strength. Malira also gets stabbed through the stomach. So she's having a hard time. Okay. But she's still doing her part, wow. right? What a trooper. Um, exactly. Ren fuses with Realmbreaker, bonds with Realmbreaker, and the Invasion Tree obviously is not happy about it initially. The Invasion Tree is like, you, stop, Don't like become a Phyrexian with me if you're going to do this. And Ren is like, no, not going to do that. And she like basically goes through this like weird, you know, like inside of your mind's journey to where, um, where like the soul of Realmbreaker, the tree is. Oh. You know, like a little realm breaker is this big constructed thing, but she finds like a little contaminated like sapling that's trying to struggling to survive, which is the true soul of realm breaker. And that's like Ren like spends time and sings to that sapling and cultivates it and convinces it to grow into into an enormous tree. Oh, wow. And then with that's the tree, like the soul, the pure soul of realm breaker is what Ren bonds with. And then Ren is like, we need to find Teferi. That's part of what I'm here for. And realm breaker is like, that means nothing to me. I can only see the places that the Phyrexians have connected me to. And there's no place like where you're trying to direct me. And Ren is like, don't worry about it. I'm going to find it. And she like closes her eyes and like wills Realmbreaker to grow and searches through like the vastness of the cosmos and alternative realities and stuff and finds where Teferi is on Zalfir, which is Teferi's home plane that once upon a time was phased out of existence. Oh, geez. It exists okay. in a void, essentially. It is not in the multiverse. It is. It was lost. And Teferi went and found it again. And now Ren has found it again. And is like, Teferi, we need your help. And Teferi's like, I'll come. And also, the Zalfirans back in the day also battled Phyrexia. So, they know? Every, so everyone on Zalfir is like, we're coming too. And Ren is like, do you know what? I'm going to give my life to do what I can barely do, which is not only phase Zalfir back into existence <laughs> so that they can all like fight against the Phyrexian invasions. I am going to phase Phyrexia out and put it where Zalfir is oh. in a void all by itself, wow. not existing anymore. I didn't know you could phase out an entire plane. I mean, that's why I think so, just to talk for a second about, I think that they did a cool thing of like introducing just a little bit of phasing in so many sets prior, right? Right. When it first happened, again, we were like, oh, phasing hasn't really been on cards in a long time. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it was like a direct lead up, right, to this moment of being like, oh, there was once an entire plane that was phased out of existence, right? Like the way you treat phased permanents on a battlefield, they just don't exist. Right, exactly. They're not anywhere. They're not on the battlefield, but they're not in your graveyard and they're not in exile. No. They are simply nowhere. Wow. And that's where Zalfir has been this entire time. Cool. Um, and Ren is like, this is going to kill 
kill me. Teferi, please remember me. And Teferi's like, Ren, you are you are like the bomb right now. Like, you're amazing. This is unheard of. You're doing something incredible. I mean, literally no one's ever saving gonna, everybody. Literally ever. saving everybody in the entire freaking multiverse. Of course I'm going to remember you. And Ren's like, let's do this. Rock and roll. Jeez. All right. Exactly. Okay. So um, now we go... I'm just going to give you, like, the, the wrap-up. Okay, the wrap-up. The wrap-up. Here we go. Um, all of the Knights of Zalfir return into the multiverse. They just, they full-on, like, one of them, like, beheads Vorin Klex. Um, Karn, like, unmakes. Karn made Elishnorn, maybe. Oh, okay. Karn unmakes Elishnorn. <laughs> uh, you know. They, the same way you pull out bad stitches when you're knitting, I assume. Ex- exactly. He rips her limb from limb. He has a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> yes. Um, that's, it. that's it. You know, the big battle turns the tide of battle. Every, like, things are going to sort of be, oh, okay now, <laughs> I guess. Um, we move to episode 10, which is like a wrap-up on all of these uh all of these planes. Yeah. Um, Kamigawa, you know, here there are people coming, you know, people coming home to their families. Um, on on call time, you know, elves are like, uh, Harold is there being like, where did Tyvar go? Uh, you know. On uh, Kaladesh, um, Pia is like, Still steering this helicopter, and then the tide of battle turns, and Pia's like, I am going to see my daughter again. Freaking told you so. Um, Anyways, and then Teferi finds, like, a little, like, seed from Ren and plants it. Oh, that's what that card is. Yeah, he's like, I really hope that, you know, like, someday I will get to see Ren again. I like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the sapling will just grow into a tree. Maybe it will grow into a dryad who isn't Ren. Maybe it will grow into Ren. You know, they manage to, um, Malira sacrifices herself uh, to unphyrexianized planeswalkers that are still alive. Like, that's how Ajani becomes unphyrexianized. Um, But also, they lose their spark when that happens. So, Ajani survives um, and loses his spark. Um, And then Jace gets better, survives and loses her spark. Nahiri survives and loses her spark. I don't know what happens to Jace. Oh, okay. So we've we've defeated the Phyrexian. The Phyrexian menace is no more. Yeah. Some planeswalkers have survived. Phyrexia is phased out and now exists where Zalfir once existed. Zalfir's back. Um, Yeah. Some planeswalkers have survived yet lost their sparks. So now they're just Mm -hmm. normal cat people and various other (laughs) iterations of beings. Like Vraska, I think maybe gets unphyrexianized. We don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know if we see Vras like Vraska's in there with Jace that we don't see or get unphyrexianized. Okay, okay. We just see the ones that we saw cards for: Ajani, Nahiri. Um, doesn't I think Nissa? Nissa, resurgent animist, right? She's a creature now. Um, Calix, he just a creature now. Um, Nahiri, Kiora. They're all, they've all lost their sparks. Narset lost her spark. Wow. Um, so now they're just normal, um, everyday Nixilis, He's creatures. stuck on uh, Nuka Pena and he's big mad about it. Um, wow. Samet. Samet. Yeah, I remember yeah. Samet. Sarkin. Sarkin. Karn. Karn. No more spark. No more spark for Karn. So anyways, isn't that like... 
that you know that's kind of wild actually and now that we've mentioned it we don't see jace and we and we don't see Vraska, so we don't know what happened to them okay like hopefully they get unphyrexianized in the same way but who know well that's an interesting end to the saga of the phyrexians mm-hmm. um i think it's a cool solution that ren was able to come up with phasing mm-hmm. out phyrexia what is your takeaway after reading this whole story Oh, man. Um, I really liked uh, the Phyrexians and New Phyrexia as a villain. Um, I Like, they really did not lean away from, like, the horrors of it. Yeah. But also the way that sometimes when individual um, people or planeswalkers were being, like, spoken to or tried to pulled, be pulled in, the way that it was had, like, kind of a strange appeal to people, depending on their past trauma, yeah, honestly. I think that's cool. Like, I thought that that was really interesting. Yeah. It was cool. They were, like, they're a spooky, they're a spooky menace. Yeah. Right? And they mounted, like, a very effective multiplanar attack. Sure did. And I thought that they did a nice job of, there are several times when we see, um, oh, I forgot to tell you about the sick way that Atraxa died. Oh, okay. Which is that all of the riveteers literally collapse the entire city of New Capenna onto her. Wow. Okay. What a way exactly. to go. Exactly. <laughs> what a way to go. They just full on Collapse smoosh. into a smoosh. They smoosh her. She gets smooshed. They, she gets smooshed. Um, Giada, they like travel through multiple planes. Also, they, they did in many ways that people traveled through multiple planes to see the ways that it was happening, right? Yeah. There was the time that Elspeth went to the different locations to be like, is it here that you should intervene? Here. Yeah, I thought that the was very neat. The um, way that Elish Norn's different evangels like went to their different places and were like, this is how I'm going to destroy this place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought like that was cool. Um, after they crush, after they crush Atraxa with all of New, just the city of New Capenna, smoosher. Um, they travel through and they like see these many planes with, that they are bringing Halo to. I've heard, that was also a big part of the battle. So like New Capenna brings Halo to all of these places, and the surge of Halo helps combat Phyresis. Okay, and so that's part of it. And Giada gets to like see all of these different planes and like Halo seeping into these planes um, and helping everybody. And then she also gets to see Elspeth when Elspeth Angel and Giada was like. I always knew you had it in you. Oh, that's cute. It was very cute. <laughs> exactly. So I thought it was, they did a good job of showing the scale of it and having yeah. us be acquainted with all these places and then see it influence all those places. Yeah, very cool story. <laughs> um, uh, wonderful story time. Good job yeah. recapping Sorry, 11 chapters in like, I literally forgot about what happened to Atraxa because there was so much to cover. So sorry for, <laughs> if there are any other like big chunks <laughs> of story <laughs> that I just uh, forgot in this recap. Uh, Forgive me, 11 chapters. <laughs> 11 chapters. 11 chapters. And we'll be able to start fresh with the new set um, coming up after Lord of the Rings. Well, we're going to get the Lord of the Rings story. But yeah. after that, we'll start fresh and we'll be back in current yeah. time. Wild of Eldraine. Wild of Eldraine. Very cool. <laughs> Which we get to see what happened after. Yeah. How, uh, how Eldraine gone wild. Well, that was a lot of that, story. That was a lot of oops, story. That took oops, longer than story. I meant to do. <laughs> Thanks for having out with us, everybody, on this episode yeah. of Good Luck High Five, listening to 11 chapters of the magic story. Thank you, Maria, for remaining engaged <laughs> and asking good questions throughout. Because uh, it was just... Almost an hour of me talking. At well, you. you know, it was like a it was like a condensed milk. You know. Oh yeah. We just gotta we just put in a little water, and then we, now you have it in, in your brain places. I hope that that is not what anyone's doing with condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you just, 
like, I don't even know how it works. I'm like, oh, wait, I use it in Trace Light Chase. <laughs> That's not. I'm I think thinking, it's its own thing. I'm thinking of powdered milk, I, I think. I think you're thinking of powdered or milk. Or condensed soup and you add water. Oh, condensed soup also That's works. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Not milk. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for going through that story with us. It was an epic multiplanar um super super uh cool story that just spanned so many emotions places planeswalkers and the frexians like you said i think we're an excellent villain um very yeah. excited to see where we go with story next um by the way everybody patreon.com slash glhf magic is a place to go to get an episode dedicated to you um we're going to be back to talking more about the lord of the rings set next week um <sighs> and we want to dedicate it to somebody exactly so. if you want to claim your if you want to claim a five-minute version of Lord of the Rings for your own. For you can do that. It will by be yours. Becoming a new patron or upping your pledge. <laughs> Thank you to Card Kingdom as well. Head to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF for all of your magical needs. And until next time, if you get in a fight with somebody, remember, do not, no matter how tempting it is, tear them limb from limb. Yeah, don't just <laughs> when someone disagrees with you, don't just pull their arms off. 